The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Let's get to our guest. Uma Moriarty is with us, investment strategist and analyst and ESG lead at Center Square Investment Management, uh, joining us uh, from Philadelphia. Uma, thank you so much for being with us. Were you paying attention to anything that came out of uh, COP27 over the weekend? And if so, does it give you um, kind of a positive feeling? Thanks for having me. And and yes, you know, absolutely. I think the the urgency around addressing climate change, around the fact that we need to have coordinated global efforts in terms of actually combating climate change and its impacts, I think is something that is gaining a lot of attention currently. This was the first time that such a meeting happened after the passage of the IRA here in the U.S. And so I think there's a lot of work to be done across across the world, and I'm excited to see what we continue to see from, from developments from nations, not only developed nations in terms of our, you know, in terms of our fight against climate change and its impacts here, but also the way that we're actually bringing along some other emerging countries that really truly need some of our financial assistance in order to make this happen. What about emerging technologies? I mean, we talk a lot about wind. We talk a lot about solar. I'm wondering whether there are a couple of guys in a garage somewhere working on something that is more bleeding edge, so to speak. Are you familiar with with uh, technologies that may be attracting the interest of venture capital, something that may go more mainstream in a, a year or two, let's say? Absolutely. If if we think about what has really been happening in the VC space, especially this year, as we've seen tech in, in a broader sense, especially in the public markets, really get re-rated, we have seen a continuous amount of interest in climate tech-related investments in, in the private markets. And that's coming, you know, we, we look at real estate here at Center Square, and we think about the types of technology really needed in terms of prop tech to understand the impact of the built environment on the climate and then from there start actually making an impact. I mean, this technology is really, really at the forefront and we're seeing a lot of really fantastic investments in this space. So a lot to come here. And I think it's going to be one of the largest areas from a real estate perspective as we move forward in the coming decade is is how we deploy technology across real estate to really impact the way that the built environment can can have a positive impact on the environment and and help hopefully at some point even start to reverse some of the impact on 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 global warming and climate change that we have seen. When we look at these new ways of generating electricity, be it wind, be it solar, storage then becomes a critical issue. I mean, is this uh, kind of late? If you were looking to get in, is the storage space uh, pretty much mature at this point? There is still a lot of room to run, right? So if you think about just where we are currently sourcing energy from and how we can actually store that alternative renewable energy on site and then deploy it in a reliable way, 
it requires a lot of different sources, right? So you can't solely make, make, make an environment that's dependent on solar. You can't just depend on wind. You can't just depend on, on one of these areas. And so in terms of actually using some sort of additional technology to store that energy on site to be able to deploy it in a reliable way, I think is one of the one of the areas in which there is a lot of work happening today and, and more to come. So when you're a portfolio manager, let's say, of an ESG fund, what, what is the conventional view on nuclear power? You know, that's a really interesting question. And as we think about where we look at ESG, especially from a real estate perspective here at Center Square, one of the big areas of focus for us is understanding how our portfolios are generating scope one, scope two, scope three emissions. And by that, I mean the emissions that we can actually control on site and then the emissions that are generated off site. And a lot of that really has to deal with the way that you are able to currently deploy some of these really cutting edge technologies. And, you know, it, it might seem somewhat mundane, but even just how we think about concrete, for example, right, when you're developing new assets, what type of carbon emissions are associated with that concrete and how it comes into that building, that entire supply chain is something that we're really focused on. And that's how we think about the way that we are generating carbon emissions across our real estate portfolio ways in which we can measure, ways in which we can manage. And that's the way that we're actually managing our ESG portfolios here at Center Square is really thinking about the environmental impact, the social impact of the built environment in terms of our carbon footprint, the social impact between the relationship between you know human health and well-being and the built environment. We spend 90% of our time indoors. So these are the types of nuanced ways that we're thinking about the way that real estate impacts ESG, and that's how we're really looking at our portfolios today. Well, that's an interesting point when you mentioned a building material like concrete, and that kind of segues away from the notion of greener energies to the idea of recycling and coming up with building materials that have had a former life, maybe as a plastic or as some kind of composite. Are, are you finding companies that are building uh, building materials I mean, and investable opportunities, companies that are taking uh, recycled components and, and, and making new building materials from them? Absolutely. Actually, at Center Square, a big part of our investment strategy, especially on our private equity side, is a value add business, right? We're taking existing obsolete real estate and really repositioning it in a way that makes it much more functional in, in its given community. And in order to do that, we're actually taking a lot of what's already on site in that building and repurposing it, right? And so there are really interesting ways in which you can take that existing material and repurpose it to reduce your overall carbon footprint, but also help in terms of going towards a more circular economy to reduce that waste, as you mentioned. So is this more like reclamation of old industrial sites? I mean, I know you're in Philadelphia, the north side of town. If you take the train from New York to Philly, you just see acres and acres of this abandoned, the old school industrial uh, real estate. Is this type of Is this the type of land that you're talking about? Absolutely. That's actually a really fantastic example of the type of value add projects we might be able to do, right? So we're looking at things like excess corporate real estate. Let's take, for example, a old manufacturing facility that no longer really is part of a company's physical footprint, right? We can take that, we can turn it into class A last mile industrial distribution centers. We can turn it into creative office space. There are a lot of ways that we can take these obsolete types of buildings and really reposition them to be more functional in their communities. 
Uma, thank you so much for being with us. Interesting conversation. Uma Moriarty is investment strategist, analyst, and ESG lead at Center Square Investment Management, joining us uh, from Philadelphia here on Daybreak Asia. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.